Hello everybody, so I'm uh, starting the show by myself right now, because uh, I expect Kyle to be out of work. Not out of work, but you know what I mean, like off of work within the next couple of minutes, and he should be out here uh, any second now. In the meantime, I'm watching the James Bond film On Her Majesty's Secret Service, which, you know, if you know fucking anything about James Bond, you know that that's the one with uh, George Lazenby. It's the only one that he was in. And it's the only, it's uh, it's interesting, because he's the only Bond actor that was only in one film. Unless you count those ones that are like, oh, Woody Allen is fucking Bond from the 50s or whatever. But no, fuck that. That shit doesn't count. But this one's actually pretty good. You know, it's, what's, what's weird about it is it's the one where he gets married. He gets married to this, this lady, Tracy, this Italian lady, who also is killed spoiler alert, but she's killed at the end of the movie. So he gets married and she dies. But what's weird about it is not the fact that he gets married, it's the fact that it's probably the, the Bond movie where he fucks the most. He fucks like four or five chicks in this movie. It's crazy. And it's the one where he gets married. Like, goddamn, dude. Come on, bro. Anyway, let's start the show. Yeah. All right, here we are. Yeah. So, what are you? In, wait. Okay. So, let's see what's open. I know this is stupid, but I kind of have a hankering for like that Domino sandwich that I like. Oh, actually, that's okay. That's like a perfect idea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Did, did you want pizza or something? I don't know, but like, I think it can work out. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I actually really like that sandwich. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm like the one person in the world that orders Domino's for sandwiches. Let's do carry out. Carry out. Oh, I mean delivery. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even think they actually offer that. I think they do, but I mean, why would we do that? I don't think it's legal right now. No, it's legal. Like, you yeah. can get takeout from restaurants. It's fine. Uh, uh, let's see. Okay. I thought I muted the movie, but... Yeah, not enough. See. Yeah. All right, so you want the sandwich. I do uh, want the sandwich. Okay, hold on. Let's go. Uh, oven baked sandwiches. It's the Mediterranean veggie exactly as it comes, right? Yes, just the way it comes is perfect. Okay. It's so good. All right, let's see what I want. Maybe some wings. Uh, I don't know. I know you like their wings. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Okay. Um, okay. I thought I was... All right, not the bread, not the chicken, not the pasta. I don't <laughs> know. Okay. I'm going to do... I'm going to do a weird thing here. I'm going to get a sandwich... I'm going to get a third thing for us to split. What sandwich are you getting? Uh, the chicken bacon ranch sandwich. That and sounds then, pretty good. Do you want to split like a cheesy bread? I would love to split a cheesy bread. Are you yeah, let's just do that. Good let's lord. That stuff, sounds awesome. Stuffed cheesy bread. Actually, they offer one that has spinach and feta in it. Do you want it? Uh, no, Is, fuck it. We're doing, we're doing the original. Whatever. We're doing I, the original. Either way. Either way. And I'm going to get another side of marinara dip so we both have marinara dip. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's see. You're the fucking best. All right. Let's I just make sure this is working. Let's see. This should be like yeah, $18. Two sandwiches and then yeah. some bread. $18 and let's we're not doing chocolate lava cake. No, no. no There's no. some people that's like chocolate much. lava cake, but that's quite a lot. I like it, but it's too much. Yeah. It's too much. Okay. Let's continue the checkout. Uh, it's Friday night at 8, so this probably won't arrive for like at least an hour, is my guess. Well, I mean, we're podcasting. We're in no yeah. we're in we're in no rush. I'm in a rush, but that's okay. 
Yeah. Place. <laughs> I like how my phone auto spells with yeah first, like I'm about to do soy dialogue. Like, yeah, you can, yeah. You can, uh, you can uh, leave it on my doorstep. Uh, okay. that's, that's a thing. Well, that happened. <laughs> you know, ever, ever uh, since the other night where you, you looked at George Lazenby and were like, mm-hmm. that guy was a model, I can't look at him and be like, I can't look at him the same way. Yeah, I know, because he's like not that he's not that good looking. He's attractive in like a nineteen sixties kind of way, but Yeah, I guess. Also he was like twenty eight when this came out. He looks like forty. I mean okay, so He was like twenty eight. Come on. Uh, I fucked up. Okay, let's try this again. Mm. Okay. Uh, let me go look at him in a second and see if I remember my fucking password for Domino's. Okay, no worries. Uh, it looks like I did. Okay, I remember my password. Uh-huh. What would they say? No tip. Fuck off. I'm giving a tip. Some people don't tip. Gross. I feel like I didn't tip until I was like 20. Just cause Disgusting. I, well, no, it wasn't like out of malice. It was just like, I was like, oh, no tip. Cool. The one thing that I did wrong and I thought was a good tip for all these years is like I misunderstood my father because he always told me like, you tip based on the uh, on the subtotal, not the amount with tax. Mm-hmm. But then I did this thing where I subtracted out how much of it. I didn't know that you were supposed to put that on top of the tax. I thought you were supposed to subtract the tax from it. So I was actually under tipping by quite a bit. Like I was going down from like 20% to 15 just on that, on especially larger orders. Right. I didn't realize that what he meant was like, okay, if the subtotal of an order is like $20, and tax is 10%, and then it would be, like, what, $22, you don't just tip, you know, $4 minus 2. You would tip the $4 on top of the 22, and then you pay 26 in order to do a, a proper tip. Oh, I, I, I misunderstood it, and I ended up the, giving, like, bad tips. You know, the, the, whole, the whole, like, Mr. Pink Reservoir Dogs thing about tipping is like, okay, yeah, he is a dick, but he's also correct. What what is he correct about? He's correct that th- we shouldn't even have to do this. They should just pay them better. And I I, I don't agree with him not tipping. Mm-hmm. Obviously you should tip, but he's right in the sense that no, they should just pay these people enough where we don't have to do that. They should, but our food would be more expensive. Who cares? That's fine. Yeah, basically what it would come down to is like the reason that they like make you tip their workers is because like food places are so uh like, it's very hard to, like, make money on them. So, like, if you want it, like, okay, we have the idea of how much food costs, especially when you go out to a restaurant. If you were to, like, actually pay people the proper amount of uh, salary that they needed, you would need to add 20% more to every order. Yeah. So all of your food would just be 20% more expensive. And, and, like, I'd prefer that yeah. than having to, like, add a tip and then have the option to be an asshole. Yeah, there was a place in, uh, I think it was Tennessee that did, that did essentially, like, uh, their own... Uh, this was 10 years ago, so it's not going to seem like that much money, but they basically either paid you, uh, well, between the two, whatever was greater. Either $10 per hour, or you would be paid uh, 20% of all of the food bill uh per table whichever one was greater so like if your food was like you know it was either you were getting at least a 20 percent tip on all your tables or you're getting ten dollars an hour if you ended up making more than ten dollars an hour per table essentially 
you would be uh, you would be getting paid that. So you either got paid more or at least a minimum wage of ten dollars an hour. Okay. Which I think was like. That's not bad. Yeah, it, you know, but like the customers didn't actually, they didn't actually tip. the The customers weren't encouraged to tip. It was either, basically, you basically it was just priced into the food. And it encouraged the waiters to, like, upsell food and to sell more food. Uh, I think drinks were not affected by it, but I don't remember. So, uh, yeah, something like that. I think, I mean, like, that system makes sense. Yeah, no, that's that makes way more sense. Yeah, that's, like, like I, don't, I don't know. Like, I kind of hate when Americans are just like, oh, shit, so much better in Europe. But, like, literally, in terms of restaurants, yes, their, their system makes way more sense. Where people just make like a living wage and tipping is kind of optional. Yeah, there's like a so I mean, there's also like a social problem with it in Europe where if you like I haven't been to Europe so I don't quite know, but if you go to Europe and you try to tip someone for a service, they find it very offensive, I've been told. Like it's a, like it's it makes them feel like you are a snobby piece of shit because Europeans have a completely different standard of snobbery than Well it means it means you want to fuck them. Does it? Is that what yes. they take it as? That's that's what it means. Oh, so like, okay, so in their mind, you're treating them as a prostitute. Yes. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, which like that's fine. If you want to fuck your waitress, go for it. I think that's well. Okay, we're in the Joe Biden era. It doesn't matter anymore. But Woo! yeah. Oh, is that George? Is that George Lazenby? That's George Lazenby. Yeah. Okay. I so... I, I I talked about this before you came out of work. I yeah. talked about the movie. Uh huh. So I've introduced the the theme that we're watching this movie. Yeah, so, okay, she's crying. Okay, we're not giving a play-by-play on this awful movie. This is not a shut-the-hell-up. This is this movie is fucking awesome. Yeah. Okay, so... This is one of the most... He does look 40. Th- he does look 40, which yeah. is weird because he's, like, 28. Okay, but men... Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this where they have the Louis Armstrong song? You have to turn on the remote. Yes, the Louis Armstrong song. He was the guy. I think this is gonna barely pick up on. I don't. The I. Phone. Well, yeah, I don't want it to pick up big time, but like. Yeah. Yeah, this is like every every Bond movie has like you know their opening credits with a song, but this is I think the only one that has a song in the middle of the movie that became like the iconic song. What was the Bond song for this one? It's an instrumental. Oh, that's weird. It is weird. But yeah, this is the chick that he gets married to. Is this like the beginning of the movie? Uh, this is like maybe like an hour in. Uh, have you been watching this for an hour? Or did you like turn this on? Well, I started watching this the other night. You remember? Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But no, he 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 gets married to this chick, and uh, I already spoiled it for the audience. But she dies at the end of the movie. Yeah. This because is, they because you know they they yeah. they're bad writers and they don't know how to make you care about uh, how they spawned. I don't know. Maybe I, I, I'm not a Bond guy. I know. I, I know you're not. We've established yeah, this. Yeah. Oh, Bears. Oh, Bears. There's a lot I of Bears. I will say this much from like watching the Bond movies with you throughout our years together is mm-hmm. like the older Bonds are just better movies and they're more entertaining than the than the oh fucking God. Daniel Craig Bonds. The, they're so fun. Like the the only Daniel Craig one that I could probably rewatch is Casino Royale. Because it has an actual, like, fun Bond scene. All the other ones that I've just seen footage of, yeah. it's just, like, it's the same kind of post-9-11 action filmmaking where everyone's Jack Bauer. Yeah, they're just dreary yeah. and joyless, and he's getting whipped in the balls. It's yeah. crazy. It's just annoying, and everything is, everything is like, zero dark 30. But yeah. Like, 
real. Well, well, actually, well, that happened. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine if I was like, imagine if you were like James Bond is somehow real, but Zero Dark Thirty. Nope, that didn't happen. Yeah, the torture never. Like, imagine being such like a Bush stand in like 2020 that you would uh, tell people that the torture actually didn't happen and you stuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was a that was a different. I mean, everyone's getting upset that conservatives are like saying now oh. that. Oh, we um we need to let people die for the economy, but like y'all. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Okay, let's strike that. I didn't say y'all. I'm from New Jersey. We don't say that there. We say you guys. You guys. You use fuck, guys. Use guys is New York. You guys. Guys. Actually, if you're from Jersey, you say guys. You don't say y'all. You say guys because everyone's a guy there. Uh, it's not gendered. It's uh, not. It's true. But guys. Uh, back to my original point, which I forgot already. What was I saying? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Some shit about Iraq. Oh, okay. You got it. Oh, I remember. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Yeah. You guys, you got to remember that, like, the same people who are saying that we have to reopen for the economy uh, now and let old people die are the same fucking people who 15 years ago were denying, who were either denying that America tortured prisoners of war or said that it was a good thing. Right. Like, it's the same fucking argument. Stop being, like, so offended. Well, be offended, but, like, don't be surprised that people are saying shit like that. Because, like, 15, 20 years ago, people were saying, oh, yeah, torture was good. We got good intel out of it. And uh, it was justified to torture uh, prisoners of war or uh, people that we captured in Guantanamo Bay or <laughs> at, uh, uh, not Fallujah, but Abu Ghraib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that shit leashing up people it's just like fucking that shit was gross that shit was gross then it's gross now there were there were there when i was little i remember people who thought that jack bauer was a real guy yeah i think our fucking government thought that jack bauer was a real there's guy. probably british kids who think that james bond is a fucking real guy yeah, but the weird thing is like james bond wasn't ever quite used in the movies to like sell English, or uh, I'm not going to say English, British exceptionalism? Mm. I don't know. I mean, I can't, I can't uh, tell. I mean, other than, I mean, on a symbolic level he was, but that's it. That's but they it. never made the argument in any of the movies, like, oh, Bond, you're Bond. doing so... Bond. Bond. What you do for MI6 is fantastic. Yeah. It is necessary for the national there's, security yeah. against the Irish. No, like, there's, there, there's even uh, fucking licenses to kill, he, yeah. li he literally gets fired from MI6 and goes rogue. Like, yeah, that's the weird thing about Bond, is, like, this is a very popular movie series that could have been used as propaganda to, like, crush IR the IRA. Yeah. Like, they never even fucking touch that in any of the movies. They just well, send them to other countries. Because half the guys, like, Sean Connery was Scottish. Yeah. Uh, fucking Pierce Brosnan was Irish. Fucking yeah. George Lazenby was Australian. Like, only two of the guys have actually been English. Yeah, but, like, while there were still, like, RA bombings in the 70s, they could have used these fucking movies as they propaganda to, like, justify, you know, national security interests in the United Kingdom, and they never fucking did. They didn't, and because I, feel like, I think that's they... That's incredible. Yeah, because I think... was it not... Like, were, were, these, were these produced by Brits or Americans? Both. So it was a joint... So, okay. It's a okay, joint maybe, effort. Okay, so maybe... Okay, I have an idea in my head that, like, there was probably a bunch of British producers who were, like, weirdly nationalistic, you know, England mm -hmm. for the English motherfuckers, who were like, we're going to use this film to make... Uh, I'm sorry that my accent's so bad. 
Yo, the shit fucking porkers, mate. Alright, so, like, what we're gonna do now is we're gonna, like, make... We're gonna make that bond bird. We're gonna make him fucking, uh, chop off the head of, uh, Sinn Féin. And then, like, the American guys are, like... Uh, actually, we will not fund that because that's not in our national security interest. Stuck in fucking chicken town. Stuck in bloody fucking chicken town. Who does that song? Uh, John Cooper Quark, I think. That's not. That song rocks. That song's so good. It's but so good. Anyway. Probably one of the best uses of music in The Sopranos. That was in The Sopranos. Yeah, at the very. Oh uh, yeah. That, I don't. Yeah. I don't remember that from yeah. The Sopranos. Part. Yeah, it's at the very end of season six, episode season six, part two, episode two or three. Shit. The very end where uh, Phil Leotardo's kid is being baptized, like Ransom's being baptized. Right. It's just like really out of place and like. Yeah, really, I, I, really I literally, I literally don't remember that at all. Yeah, no, that's where I heard the song in the first place. I thought that was like a FIFA song or something. <laughs> they would use a song like that, and that's not a FIFA song. Stuck in poop, Chicken Town. So, stuck in bloody Chicken Town. Yeah, stuck in, exactly. They yeah, don't yeah. even beep in FIFA. They just, they just sense like they don't do beeps. They just do silences when there's curse words in songs that they use in their in their video game. Damn. But. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, British culture is strange. It's fucking poggers up in here, mate! I can't wait till people hear this and say, like, your accent's bad. It's just, no, I mean, it, it, sometimes you do a good accent. This is not one of those times. Uh, what, what am I doing? What? Huh? What are you doing? Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Can I'm, I, I'm can, just playing... Oh, my God, oh, let's do accents. Yeah, sure. That might be fun. Can I give it... Tell you what, why don't you do like a thick Philadelphia accent? Oh, I'm so bad at that. Oh my god, I'm I can, I can do a Philly accent, but I want to hear yours. Uh, it's like one of the ones I'm not that good at. Like I can't really do Philadelphia, even though I've been here for a while. Like I'm oh. just not good at it. Oh, you're not even trying. Like I'm doing some parts of Philadelphia, but like not all of them. Like I'm going home. To my... I'm doing not all of them. I can't even do Philadelphia. Can't even do Philadelphia. I'm, I'm going home. I can't even fucking do Philadelphia. I'm gonna go get a bad hole. Which is like weird because like I can kind of do Baltimore. You can kind of do Baltimore. I can, I can kind of do Baltimore. You can kind of do Baltimore, but like you can't go fucking roll farms and get a fucking Aggie. You can't do any of that shit. No, for some reason I can't do it. It sucks. It I mean, sucks. Baltimore and Philly are kind of similar. Yeah, they are, but like, shit, I can't do it. It's I'm well, so bad I'll, at it. I'll tell you what, do a do a do like a uh, do like a North Jersey one. I bet you could do that. Uh, well, I mean, do you want me to just do uh, just do like Tony Leone? Yes, just do Bradley Leone or Tony, <laughs> Tony Tony Soprano or any of those. Tony guys. So Tony, Tony So Tony So Brad. Dominic Ginezzi. Um, yeah, any of those guys. Uh, I don't know. I'm not really from there, so it's really hard for me to do. Do like, a South Jersey accent, then. Just how I speak! Just do any I'm just accent! Doing, I'm, trying, I'm fucking trying my best, but, like, I'm not that fucking good at it, you know? Okay. I'm, like, not that good at, like... I'm, per- oh, like okay. I'm from fucking... Uh, I'm from fucking New Jersey. Uh, God damn it. Where's, uh... I'm gonna go to a Chicago White Sox game. You know what I mean when I say like do an accent though. Oh yeah, like you know you gotta go to North Jersey. You gotta go get your. Uh, there you go. Yeah. You gotta go. You gotta go get uh sub. We're gonna go get a Taylor ham, egg and cheese. We're going to Blimpies. We're gonna fucking Blimpies. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because like. It's oh a, shit. When do you? When do you want to do my uh, my screenplay? Eventually. Okay. I don't know. I'm just I'm 
begging for the food to show up here. I'm so goddamn it's, it's It hasn't been that long. It's going to be a bit. Oh, it's, I know. It's just torturous to like have to I'm speak just saying, like, hey, uh, how about you give me an accent and I'll try and do it. Uh, can you do Chicago? I think I can do Chicago. That's no, that's no problem. Oh, you, oh, really there, bud? What do you want me to do? Oh, what do you I, want me to say? Well, I want you to, I want you to admit that, like, if you go vegan, that you deserve to die for that. Like, you know, our ancestors didn't uh, chop down meat and put them into tubes in order to make you go eat some fancy You know, if you, if, you, if you go vegan, we got all kinds of good vegan restaurants down on Michigan Avenue, but. You, you're betraying a long and noble meat tradition. Listen, that, that Larry Krasner there in Philadelphia, nobody, he knows exactly what he's doing. He's sending out those police officers nobody outside to this bomb city knows out, who Larry Krasner to is. bomb out all them fucking... Well, Tom Kenny and him got together and said, we gotta stop Jim those Kenny. vegans. The man's name is Jim Kenny. Ah! Jim Kenny is the fucking mayor. Come on. Well, I guess I made a little mistake there. You did. You did a whoopsie. I did a little whoopsie there. I don't know where nothing is in my own city. Why don't you fucking drive your car into Lake Michigan? I don't even know where that is on a map. Yes, you do. No, I'm stupid. You know what Lake Michigan is. That's one of them. God damn it. I don't know which one borders I've, I've, the city. I've, I've kind of, Lake Michigan. Is that the one that borders yes. Chicago? Yes, it is. Ah. You don't even know that. I've I thought it was Lake Ontario. No, Lake Ontario borders like fucking Cleveland or something. But also borders Ontario, which borders Michigan, which borders. Yeah, but Ontario Illinois. is a fucking province. It's not a city. Ah, oh, it's a whole thing. There, I'm sure there's an Ontario somewhere. Uh, I think there is. Wait, no, hold on. No, there, in there, Ontario, Canada. There's an. Like you no. got a postal code in Ontario in the in the province, but like there's hold gotta on. be a town. I think I'm pretty sure there's an Ontario, California. Oh, that seems to make more sense, eh? Shut up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Damn. I'm also very good at California. Uh, California. I can do California very well. Well, at least from what I can tell, from like, what a California from, from, talks from like. A, yeah, from kind of a, a Southern California type of affair. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh yeah. I am jonesing for some animal-style fries. I am a big fan of eating the French fries with the mayonnaise, and uh, that's not what animal style is. I don't. It's got mayonnaise on it. No, it's the one with the pickles. Oh, I did not know. It's actually very good. Ah, uh, it's actually quite good. Shit, we should not talk about food. I'm so fucking. Well, we, we ordered food. The food will be here soon. I don't know if that'll actually happen to Um. I'm not too good at doing a southern accent, if I'm being honest. I'm not too good at that. I think I can. Well, like, um, there, there's, like, it, the way I see it, there's, like, three distinct southern accents, right? Uh-huh. You've got kind of the, 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 the Georgia type of thing, the kind of aristocratic type of Leo DiCaprio type of deal. Or the Kevin Spacey. Or the Kevin Spacey, uh, right, right, right. And, uh, House of Cards or whatever. And then you've got the kind of Forrest Gump, you know, college football player. From North Carolina, type mm -hmm. of very stern. I'm probably going to join the army, that kind of thing. And then what's the third? The third, I'm not as good at. That's the one that's just the most like trash, like like some motherfucker from like the Florida Panhandle. That's just like a fucking complete red. Oh, like get her dead. Like get yeah, her yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get exactly. Her dead. That's it. I'm not. I'm not that good at that one. That one's hard. my favorite one of the southern accents. I mean, I I really like I like. Uh, 
I like, like, Louisiana a lot, but I gotta say, the South Carolina Mountain people, like Lindsey Graham types, well, all kind of talk like this. Yeah. Those folks are a lot more interesting than me. Like, I find it very, I find it very fascinating to hear they just, people talk like this. They just sound inbred. No, but they also could sound intellectual at the same time. Like, imagine... Imagine being a fella teaching at the New York Institute of Art and being like, well, look at this there, Buster, and I'm teaching you about Cervantes. or uh, I don't Cervantes? Know, is that a painter? I don't know. What the hell is Cervantes? Who's the one who like, ripped the head off? Uh, I, I you know the painting where the man is like biting the, where Saturn is oh, biting off um, the head of... Uh, off his son. I think it was Francisco Goya. I'm just going to say Ozzy Osbourne. Francisco Goya. I don't know. Uh, history will prove I don't really that. know. I don't really know much about art. Me neither. Not a hurt. If you went to college for art history, you went to college to, like, memorize dumb shit. I got, I got a D in art history. I never will... I never did, and I never will take a class in art history. I refuse. It's, it's so hard. It's... Like it's the so fucking hardest it's class. It's so different than like regular history. It's crazy. It's bullshit. It, it is bullshit. I hate it. It's it's terrible. Yeah. Ugh. God damn. College was fucking gay. I had a good time in college, but I didn't I didn't like the actual classes. Oh, somebody wait, hold on. What was that? What? Somebody posted Cord and Spark. Who? What are you talking? Go about? down. You're you're on. Oh, that's my. Oh yeah yeah it's yeah. It's Cord and Spark. That's a great album. Anyway. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, damn, I'm hungry. I'm hungry too. Just chill. It's gonna, yeah. It'll get here. It's still in the prep phase, potentially. I gotta refresh. It's whatever. It'll get here. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to read the script? <laughs> That's a no. That's a no from you. I want the movie to get here. Kyle is so fucking hungry. Suck. I'm hungry too, don't get me wrong, but Jesus. The order was successfully placed? What's the fucking status? God damn it. Text me when it gets here. Text me when it's two minutes away. Then again, you know what? We're, we're keeping the economy afloat right now. Exactly. Oh, they're doing quality check. Okay, they're yeah, there quality you go. check. There you go, right. there you go. That means that, they're, that, means that it's being kept okay. in a heat box until a delivery card okay. is available. Okay. Can I at least introduce this thing that I wrote? Yeah, should we, like, do it? or like? Well, I would, at, at the very least, like to give an introduction and okay. re read the narration. So, folks, people listening, the other day, I had this idea for a one-act play consisting of five short scenes following a typical American couple throughout the 2000s. And each scene kind of hinges around some kind of pivotal event either in the country or in their lives. So, uh, I haven't thought of a name for the play, and hopefully by the end of it we can think of something that is extremely funny, but I have not been able to do so thus far. So, at the moment it is unnamed. But let me give a little, a little start. Scene 1. Weeks after the events of 9-11, we open on a typical American home. A copy of Jay-Z's The Blueprint, released that same day, is in view. A married couple, Lucinda and Robert, lay in bed. Am I Robert and you're Lucinda? Who would you like to be? I guess I'll be Robert. He's you... got the better lines. 
Robert has most of the better lines. Okay, I'll be Robert then. Okay, let's go. What's wrong, Lucinda? You know what's wrong. I still just can't wrap my head around everything that's happened. Uh, I know. Things are strange, and they're only going to get stranger. We still need to live our lives and carry on. <sighs> I suppose you're right. It's just hard to keep doing everything normally. It feels... fake. Well, then maybe don't do everything normally. Maybe try something new. Hell, maybe I'll finally pursue my dream of getting a motorcycle. Oh, come on, Robert. Don't get a motorcycle. You'll bust your brains on the highway within a week. Oh, no way. I was born to ride. You're, you're not being serious, are you? You're not getting a motorcycle. You never have any faith in me. All I've done these last few weeks is try to cheer you up, and you can't even support me in my little fantasies. It's not that I don't have faith in you. I just don't want you getting hurt. You know, at first I wasn't being serious about it, but now I think I might do it. Maybe tomorrow I'll head downtown and get myself a motorcycle first thing in the morning. Oh my god, Robert, just stop it. Oh, fuck you. I'm getting a motorcycle. It's dumb. <sighs> he turns out the light, by the way. End scene one. Okay. Scene two. It is now 2004. Lucinda has spent several years in depression, pinning all of her hopes on presidential candidate Howard Dean, while Robert spends all his time riding his motorcycle with his friends as they try to cheat on their wives at various diners across New Jersey. We see them in their kitchen. You have any idea what you want for dinner, honey? Um... Uh... Actually, I was planning on heading down the rosies with the boys. Been jonesing for one of those famous chicken palm omelets, if that's okay with you. Oh yeah, that's fine. I'll probably just pour some vodka in my V8 and fall asleep on the floor again. V8 is nasty, honey. Really got trout in my model. Hey, your boyfriend's TV's on. Yo, your boyfriend's on the TV. Maybe he is your TV, I don't fucking know. Who, Howard? Oh yeah, there he is. I sure do hope he's the, do the nominee for the Democrats. I don't see anybody beating Bush at all, especially after 9-11. I'm pretty much accepted it. Obviously, Dean or any of these liberal pussies would just pull us out of Iraq, and then the whole thing would just look like a joke. Don't talk like that. Obviously, we, we couldn't afford to pull out of Iraq now, but they aren't pussies. They want the war just as much as the Republicans do. When did you get so conservative, anyway? Oh, right. I guess I'll just talk like that to fit in with the guys. You know, I don't care if fags are getting married or any of that shit. It won't affect me none. Suddenly, we hear Howard's speech. His arms are waving, his voice is raised, and his passion is swelling. He concludes his speech with a loud, incoherent yell as he waves his arm. Robert and Lucinda are silent for a brief moment. Well, that was weird. Anyway, I'm heading out. See you later, baby. Love you. Robert kisses his wife on the cheek and leaves to go troll for underage girls in skeevy diners with other grown men. Lucinda stands unmoving and unblinking. Her hope has died. And here we reach the interlude of Act 1. Hurricane Katrina. Interlude over. Scene 3. It is now 2007. Lucinda and Robert are moving into a very large new home. Lucinda has started a successful thrift shop, and Robert is lying about having a good job. Things are looking up for them, and the memory of both 9-11 and Howard Dean have faded, as Lucinda now looks to the new face of American politics, Barack Obama.
We see Robert carrying one of those enormous pre-flat screen box TVs up the stairs. I don't know what they're called, but you know what I mean. Pre-flat, pre-flat. You, you know what I mean, those those TVs before flat screens, those big ass box fucking things. You know what I mean? Oh, just like a, uh, like, just say like a plasma screen. Yeah, something like that. You know what I mean, though. Those big ass fucking box TVs. Anyway, Lucinda. Be careful with that now. You know we can't afford a new TV. Well, we're gonna ha Sorry. My bad. Uh, Lucinda, you're always fucking up everything. Well, we're gonna have to now. We have all this new space. My TV in every room, even the crapper. All six crackers. Thank the Lord we can't conceive. We'd be ashamed to have to share all this. Damn right. The basketball hoop, the tire ball the hole, the pole. This is all ours, honey. We can play one-on-ones anytime we want. The very first thing I'm going to do once we're all settled in is get the pool up and running and relax in the water with a margarita and a Dave Barry book. <laughs> that Dave Barry. Now, now there's a guy. <laughs> Oh, Lucinda! Now, Dave Barry, that's a guy who has a lot figured out. <laughs> and so do we. Last year we were living in filth and you were still working at the parking lot. <laughs> now look at us now. I have my own store that makes no money and you're a police officer. The best damn cop in blue in uh, Plainfield? Uh, what fucking... It's all around the world, police, baby. I'm in Plainfield Township. I'm in Edison Township. I'm in fucking NYCPD. I will stop and frisk your little tushy. That's right, baby. And, <laughs> and it's all thanks to that nice man at the bank. Oh, Robert, I can't wait for the rest of our lives. I ain't never been happier. May later. I love you, honey. Now, move these boxes out of the way. I want to ride the old Yamaha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Think about how funny my Yamaha sound going down the street sound like a little. It just sounds like fucking noise. From that Yamaha, I know Harley driver. We're gonna go meet our new neighbors. Robert makes a fuckload of noise on his motorcycle. We zoom out on the pleasant upper middle class suburb. 2007 is gonna fucking rock for the happy homeowners. I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> I really want to see how well they do. Okay, okay, scene, okay, scene four. It is <laughs> it is now 2012. To spare themselves from the worst effects of the financial crisis, Lucinda has sold her shop, and Roger actually became a police officer. Ro Robert. Whatever. Robert. 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 Okay. Right. 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 Nonetheless, they have lost their nice house and are back to living in complete shit. Regardless, they're doing okay. They got mm -hmm. a dog in order to make up for Lucinda's fucked up pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Th their dog is named Taylor Ham. We open on the three of them in their modest living room, watching the live election results of the presidential Where's race. the third person to read for Taylor Ham? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Taylor. This is important stuff. This is history in the making. We might have the first black president to ever be reelected. I'm so glad you're back to being a liberal, honey. I was getting you. I was getting tired of you calling everyone fags and pussies and all that. What are you talking about, honey? I've always been a liberal at heart. I only talked that way around the old diner crew for shits and gigs. But, uh, I don't know why I said it like that, but you know now they've all ditched me because, and I quote, "There ain't no place at Roses for no pigs," which is bullshit. We were always getting the cops calling us there for. Uh, 
Oh, never mind. Uh, oh, look, Obama's got a great big lead. Good. I can't stand that, Romney. I mean, mind is full of women, really? The man has no respect for women at all. Now, I'm no bigot, but I think it's because he's a damn Mormon, and those people are downright freaks. <laughs> oh, look at Taylor. He agrees with me. That's right, Taylor. These people are complete freaks. Don't encourage him. It's bad enough he barks at bit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> bad enough he barks at Big Black Frank. <laughs> Every time I invite him over after work, I can't have our dog being some kind of white dog supremacist. Oh, don't be silly, honey. You've had 11 beers tonight. They're all for our boy Obama. Uh, all for our boy Obama. The two watch the election results glued to the television. With Taylor Ham smiling looking complete fucking idiot. <laughs> After a long period of turmoil, Hope was here again. With the economy rebounding and the prospect of a second Obama term, things were looking up for America. And things were looking up for Lucinda and Robert. <laughs> scene 5, the final scene. It is now 2016. Donald Trump is the president. But more pertinent is that Robert is embroiled in a national scandal. <laughs> in the line of duty, Robert shot and killed an unarmed black man during a routine traffic stop. Riots and protests break out nationwide, demanding justice. Robert has been suspended from the force and awaits trial. In the meantime, we find him and his wife around their kitchen table in their shitty house discussing the events. Lucinda is barely holding back tears. I can't believe this! How could you do this to that poor man? And to me, what the fuck am I going to do now? Things got out of hand. Johnny thought he was wishing for a gun. Oh, shut the fuck up, Robert. No, you didn't. You think I'd believe that? God damn it. How the fuck did you do this? I don't care anymore. I hope they lock you up. I hope you get the fucking chair. I'm done with this. I'm done with you. I need your help. What the fuck do you expect me to do? I'll fuck you, Lucinda. I'll fuck you if you don't help me. I can't help you anymore. I tried to help you and didn't fucking listen to me. What the fuck are you talking about? The motorcycle! What? The day you bought that godforsaken motorcycle, you sold your soul. Are you serious? What the fuck does that have to do with anything? That's where all this started. They knocked down the towers and you bought a goddamn motorcycle. You turned your back on this country, you turned your back on your community, and you turned your back on me. Ah! And now... Ah! And now it's fucked you up so bad you went and killed an innocent man. Ugh. And you're going to live the rest of your pathetic life rotting in jail because of it. <laughs> My God. What have I done? <laughs> Come on, Taylor Ham. Let's, let's get out of here. Why, Lucinda? <laughs> what is it? I want you to have the motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> and end. Finn. End scene. Wow. What did you think? Well, I think it's a testament to the 2000s. It was pretty accurate, and all that stuff could have easily happened in the year 2000. Wow. Uh, whenever that happened. Uh, sometime in the 2000s. Ugh. I got my mind off uh, food, which is gonna be here in five minutes. Oh God! So yeah, that, that was uh, that was that was my one night play. I hope you like it. Oh, also, I was gonna ask you. Uh -huh. I couldn't think of a name for it. Do you uh, have any ideas of a name? Um, do you want like a short name or a long name, like a Fiona Apple? Yes. Like 
I don't. I don't want to. I don't want a Fiona Apple name. I don't want to win the pawn. I don't want that. Okay. So more fetch the bolt cutters. Okay. Let's get more fetch the bolt cutters. Oh, exactly. uh, easy. Um, Taylor Ham. I feel like I get sued if I call it that because that's a brand. Oh shit. Yeah. I was thinking of calling it the motorcycle, but then that just gives away the twist. The twist is wait. There's a twist. The very last scene where the motorcycle is what caused him to go off the rails. I didn't even notice he was going off the rails. I wasn't paying any attention. Well, that's what makes you a good actor. <laughs> but no, the whole final scene of the thing is that the buying the motorcycle is like the moment that he sells his soul to who? Uh, George Bush. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> um. Okay, how about Zero Dark Horny? Yes! Yes! That's also that's also the title of this episode. Holy crap. Yes. Fuck. Oh. Yes. Well, if we're going to do that... That's I'm... fucking brilliant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. Oh. Oh, my God. Damn it. My God. That's that's probably a porn movie already. I, I don't know. care. That's incredible. I know. Incredible. Just like... They get like a they like get like it's a gay porno where like they like do like bonded shit to like an Arab looking man and they just like east him him and jack him but they oh, don't no. him come. Oh god. I just had a horrible thought. <laughs> yeah. Like all those like really horrible videos of like people being tortured in Iraq, like there are probably porn parodies of all of those. <gasps> yeah. You're not like wrong. that like that guy in like the black KKK outfit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's Abu Ghraib. I'm, I'm yeah, there's there's probably a porn version of that, and that's like that's not even funny. That's upsetting. <laughs> I don't like that. I made myself sad thinking about. Uh, I did about something. Yeah, I made myself sad. Thinking well, anyway, thank thank you for performing my screenplay. I mean, you are welcome. I, I tried. I'm I'm glad it made you laugh a couple times. Yeah, it was a uh, it was fun. Thanks. I'm glad that you got your uh, creative. Uh, your creative shit. I sure uh, did. Yeah. Done good like that. Oh, they just expanded it. Fuck you. What did they expand? Oh, how long is it going to take to get here? Oh my god, it's going to come. Chill. Oh, I'm going to shoot myself. It's going to come. I'm going to shoot myself. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I started the episode with like a little solo monologue, and I also have to pee, so if you want to do a little solo type of deal. Yeah, sure. Um, oh my god, my feet are asleep and it sucks. No, it's good. No, it's not alright. It sucks ass. Oh, good luck with that. Thank you. If I fall down comedically, it's not my fault. <laughs> oh uh, my god. Uh, yeah, carry uh, carry the show for like a minute. Alright, not a problem. Um, hey guys, it's me. It's your boy. So, um, I'm trying to think about what I've been doing with my life recently. I'm thinking a lot about mostly food right now. Mostly I've just been thinking about the sandwich that I'm going to get when it comes in and how delicious it will be when I get the sandwich um, and how it would taste very good in my, in my mouth and in my hands. Not that I would eat my hands after eating the sandwich. Um, uh, well, you know... One one thing I want to bring up is that we gotta stop taking the uh, the uh, the words of critics really importantly. Uh, that reminded me of something. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm going to bring this up for when uh, Dylan comes back. It's a uh, my friend Sean sent me this. It is a copy pasta from Reddit. Or it's the newest copy pasta. Like this sounds like something that 100% should get fucking repeated infinitely. Uh, and I'm waiting for it. I've not heard this musician before. Um, but his name is uh, it looks like Westside Gun, and the name of the album is Pray for Paris. Um, I'm gonna look up this Westside Gun guy, or I'm gonna uh, just play a few seconds of the Westside Gun music to see what it sounds like. Um, okay, let's see. This is the. I'll just play like a few seconds of each song. That's out of song. Okay, so what, we got that. What, what, what are we doing? What okay, so what I'm going to read to you. Uh, Sean sent me this earlier. This is a Reddit comment from R Hip Hop Heads. This is a comment uh, in response to Anthony Fantano's review of the new West Side Gun album, Pray for Paris, which he gave a 7 out of 10. So, you know, a good review. Yeah, that's not bad. This is, this is, the, this is the comment. You are narc. There is nothing special about your opinion. You do not, and you will never in your life understand the meaning of this album. Oh, no. You feel as though he had a lack of singing ability, as if it is a flaw in his writing. Oh, no. It is not a flaw in his writing. He said the word brick, and you were scared. A man didn't say silent about coke dealing like he, quote, should have. And I know that makes your thin, pasty skin crawl. Ah. I know it's scary. He would fail if the world was run by cowardly men like you. Oh, my God. But for the most part, it is not. Pusha T, ah. who speaks about subjects like this from his own experience, has said that white men are afraid of his music. This is your reaction. Oh, this is... Your opinion on Coke oh, Dealer's no. art is ah. invalid. Stick to being a Hovo Johnson stan ah. and updates channels for now. It's a position that oh my God. best fits your experience, oh no. Anthony. Oh, no. I like the fact okay, that like someone right. did id poll on fucking Coke dealers. Okay, Anthony Fantano fucking sucks, but the people that like actually give a shit about Anthony Fantano and respond to him are it is insane. That is like, but that's a new copy pasta. That is that is like the new like you know you robbed yourself of a gaming experience because you played on easy uh, mode or like I'm the marine coming to kill you. This is incredible. Uh, that is absolutely that's fucking incredible. so fucking upsetting. I just think it is hilarious that um, that someone did identity politics for uh, for, for, for coke dealers. dealers. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh my god. Are you? Oh, you seem so sad. I'm. I'm very upset. Why would you fucking write that? <laughs> Why would anybody write that? <laughs> Who fucking gives a shit what this bald fucking idiot cares about an album? Dude, he, like, pissed off two groups of music fans in the same week by giving good reviews to two albums. Maybe the guy's just fucking stupid and you shouldn't give a shit what people think about stuff you like. Everything of that? Jesus. The funny thing for me was when people got mad at, uh, at, uh, fuck. 
Like, women got mad at Anthony Fantano. Yeah, that he gave Fiona Apple, like, what, like a seven or something? Yeah, something like that. Who fucking cares? I think it's hilarious, personally. I think... I, uh, I should check to see if the pizza got here already. I don't... I think we would have heard if the pizza got here. Nah, I'm just gonna double check. We didn't even get pizza. Well, the food. The we got, yeah, we got, food, we got sandwiches. Yeah, I'm just gonna double check. Okay. Both steps. Jesus, man. I mean, I heard that. I heard. I heard the Fiona Apple album. It's pretty good. She's insanely talented. There's no denying that. Like, obviously, she's incredibly talented, but it's just not for me. It's not my thing. Are we talking about Fiona Apple? I'm talking about like the album. Obviously, Fiona Apple, insanely talented, but uh -huh. it's just it wasn't really for me. Is all I'm saying. I'd rather go back and listen to to a uh, title, her debut. I'd yeah, I like the album, but like it also was kind of like. Drag on a bit. I, I'd say it was a good album. But like, it was good. It was fine. Yeah. But like, you don't have to, like, personally be like, oh, I'm going to go listen to this over and over again. Like, there's some tracks on there that I think are good, but I think I think the Pitchfork review oversold it because it, like, claimed it sounded like nothing else, and Durr. it does sound like other Fiona Apple music, so yeah. why would you say it sounds like nothing else you've ever heard? Like, did she invent it's a not, new it's, kind of it, music? It sounds like a... It, 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 I don't know. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. Um, a lot of Fiona Apple just sounds like late 70s Joni Mitchell. Don Juan's Reckless Daughter. That's basically what this album is, except without the blackface. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Fiona Apple is really much of a... Uh, I don't think anybody anymore is doing blackface on people or whatever. I mean, people are still doing it. Yeah. But maybe just not... Be. Maybe not in their album covers. Yeah. But hey, Joni got away with it, so good for her. That. Oh god, I'm so hungry. I know, I'm pretty fucking hungry too. Fuck. They had to stop back at the store again. It looks like <laughs> this sucks. Whatever, it's fine. It's gonna come. So I'm, hungry. I'm hungry too. Well, this person's here for delivering us food, but now it's all contactless, so there's no chance that like we get infected or they do. Also, like the C, I think the CDC today said like stop fucking wiping down your food. Like, they just said, it, stop it does it. seem, it seems pointless, considering... It's completely, yeah, they just yeah. said, like, there's no evidence that there's been, like, food to human uh, contact of the virus, so, like, stop wiping down your food or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know, just wash your fucking hands before you eat. They say wash your hands before you eat. You should just do that anyway. You, you should, but, you know, Americans have pretty bad hygiene habits and it's not really I don't true, think that's so. true. I don't think that's true compared to like the rest of the world. I mean we have more infections than the rest of the world, so who knows? Mm. <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I don't know. It's very it's difficult to remain hygienic in all this and I don't know. Uh but I do know that I will eat all the Lysol in hmm. my house to stop to like give sunlight to my body and cells. I literally missed all of that, and I don't get any of the references to it. Like, what what did he say exactly? He's, he wanted to see if there was a way to like inject disinfectant in people to like cure the virus. Okay, so he's going full Marion Williamson. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Oh wait, okay. I'm gonna take it back now. This is now the best Bond movie because they have a curling team. Yeah, no, Lazenby's doing some curling. Yeah, that shit rocks. And then, like, some oh, dude... Oh, shit, did you ever Some motherfucker who looks like a Jewish Jude Law down there. I, th I think that's the bad guy. Oh. I think that's the guy who's playing Blofeld in this one. Is the guy with the curly hair? 
No, this guy. That's Blofeld. Oh, that guy's Blofeld. That's, that's Blofeld. But that dude down there. That dude, I don't... That guy's just, like, the main minion guy. Oh, I, I was just saying he looks like a Jewish dude law. He does. Yeah. He really does. Oh, and from, from close by, not as much. But whatever. I get the Jewish part, but not really yeah. the Jude Law part. Uh, for it was a distance. It was a. It was sure. a. Back when they did, when, back when they did wide shots in films. Oh man, did you ever see? Um, did you ever see Help the the Beatles movie? No. There's a scene where they're playing. They're curling. Uh huh. And the the fuck. What do you What do you even call like the thing that you're pushing in curling? Uh, the like s- the the thing you know. The stone. The stone, I guess. I think they're called stones. But there's look up curling. Well, there's a scene where they're pushing that thing. George Harrison's pushing that thing. Yeah. But it's a bomb, because they're trying because uh, they're trying to kill the Beatles. <laughs> it's crazy. Let's see, curling sport. Um, let's see what they call the balls in it. Yeah. Um. Okay. 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 Um. Equipment is curling brooms, stones or rocks, and Stone. curling shoes. Okay. But it's right. mostly called stones. Um, okay. Yeah. So you have the two. So the sport is made up of four people per team. You have um. You have, uh, let's see, the positions. The, uh, let's see the positions. You have... Um, you got the pusher, the brusher. The player can induce a curved path described as a curl by causing the stone to slowly turn as it slides. The path of the rock may be further influenced by two sweepers with brooms or brushes who accompany it as it slides down the sheet and sweep the ice in front of the stone. Sweeping a rock decreases the friction, which makes the stone travel a straighter yeah. path with less curl and a longer distance. A great deal of strategy and teamwork go into choosing the ideal path and placement of a stone for each situation, and the skills of the curlers determine the degree to which the stone will achieve the desired results. I, pl- I played curling once in my entire life, and I hated it. <laughs> I've I, never done I it. I hated it so much. It was so fucking boring. Yeah, I've never, I've never done I was, it. Before. I was a sweeper, and I hated it. Oh, so the skip is the person who pushes the stone. Then you have the two people who sweep it, and then the guy at the end, I think. Uh, yeah, the who's, who's basically the goalie. Yeah. I don't know what the technical term is, but he's basically the goalie. Yeah, something like that. Mm. There's a lot of... Curling fucking sucks. There's a lot of information on this sport in the description of Wikipedia. Including strategies. Like, I don't even see this. Okay, so one of the things that I could say about soccer as a soccer fan is, like, people talking about soccer strategy, there's, like, it, it's such a free-flowing game that, like, to actually try to describe strategy just comes down to, like, we have a plan, but it all goes to shit or it works out. Right. And, like, you can essentially, like... What's like, that uh, What's that thing you started saying? Best laid plans of mice and men? Yeah, the best laid, the, the best laid intentions or best laid plans of mice and men. I forget the that's, actual that's, saying. That's your new catchphrase, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, or, or, you know, just like when something goes to shit, well, mice and men. Mice and men. Works. Well, grapes are wrath. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, temporarily embarrassed millionaires. Well, cannery row. Well, uh, the east of Eden. That's all the... Oh, wait, Tortilla Flats. That's another Steinbeck book. Got it. I got it. We remembered our high school fiction. We remembered at least four Steinbeck books. Hell... We're so I actually, good I, at this. I, ne- I never even read Grapes of Wrath. I read Grapes of Wrath. I did not read it. I did not read either of those. Grapes of Wrath is a really annoying read because, like, you have, you have, like, a bunch of chapters, but each chapter switches perspective. So you have, like, 
a very long chapter about Tom Joad and the other Okies, and then you have a very short chapter, which is just like a description of something else. Right. So he switches between the Joads and then something else every chapter. And it's just like a really disconcerting read sometimes, but like I guess people thought that was smart. I, I also did not read um, uh, Cannery Row, but mm-hmm. but my mom lived in Monterey, so she basically yeah. told me about Cannery Row, because it's about Monterey. Monterey. Cal- California. Oh, okay. I went there once. It was interesting. What's it, can- what is Cannery Row? It was it was literally just like an industrial strip along like the the wharf in Monterey uh-huh. where they would like can fish products. Oh. And I went there with my mom when I was little. Do, does it still exist? Is there still it's, like active canneries? Uh, I think there's like one or two, but for the most part, it's just kind of like a tourist trap now. Uh. And when we were there, it was it's like a it's like a New Jersey boardwalk, but like foggy. Yeah. And there's just seals everywhere, and it just smells like shit. Because of the seals. <laughs> I didn't know. So seals smell bad. Seals smell so fucking bad. I didn't know that. They smell horrible. I gotta say, the one thing that, um, you know that's kind of comparable to around here is, like, the steel stacks of Bethlehem. Yeah. Where, like, something that was formerly an industry that, like, you know, the working class uh, worked on and did labor with. Mm-hmm became a tourist attraction many years later after those jobs were outsourced. So now we still have the steel stacks that are up, but then, uh, like, you just run on them. They do, like, a marathon. Yeah, you, they just have concerts there now. Yeah. Like, they don't actually it's make anything. That's all they do. Because American manufacturing has been, like, in the in the shitter for, like, 40 years at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're not coming back. This sucks. Who, Domino's? Yeah, they went back to the store, but they didn't... What's going on with Domino's? Why? I don't know. It's Fuck, been man. a while. It has been a while. Hmm. I don't know what the deal is. I don't either. Well, they don't say exactly where they are anymore, which is really annoying. But it hasn't been delivered yet. Well, clearly. They didn't confirm delivery. They just say it's in the neighborhood, but they didn't say it's done. Weird. Sometimes they, like, say it's the, like they actually delivered it, and they don't. Oh, yeah, I remember that from, the, oh, from our old house. Yeah, they did that sometimes. That happened a lot. Yeah, that, where they, like, to, because what they were clearly doing, and this is pre-pandemic, so I can fuck on Domino's then, but, like, what they would do is that they would, like, to, to say that they had, like, 30-minute delivery times, they would just consider the online tracker delivered, and then it would be delivered two hours later. Right. It's really shitty. But, like, so, I don't know, so, like, since we've been here, they've typically been pretty good about that. Yeah, but, I mean, to, to be fair, it is a Friday night. It is a Friday night. It is a Friday it night, Friday but, night. like, I put in the order at, like... Like, almost an hour ago. Yeah, I, I think... More than an hour ago at this, but I put it at 8.10, so... That's, I think a, that's I, less than an hour. But. Yeah, that's still a very long time to wait on food. It really is. Oh, approximately 55 to 70 minutes, so actually that seems more appropriate. If it gets past 70 minutes, that's when I will riot, yeah. <laughs> they actually did temper expectations and say 55 to 70 minutes, so... That's okay. fair. All right. Okay, that makes sense. I guess you had to go back to the store to get more shit, to get more food. Okay. I mean, you know, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. In any case, thank you for getting me a sandwich. Absolutely, sweetie. Yeah. And uh, And also thank you for reading my screenplay. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. I've I've leaned, like, fully into being unemployed, and I'm writing screenplays now. And I've leaned fully into being the sole breadwinner of the household. As clearly demonstrated by buying me a sandwich. Yes. The only... Which is the only thing we really need, but... Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, just sandwiches would be yeah. dope. 
But hey, I write a hundred words per minute, so if anyone needs a typist, boom. If anyone needs a typist... Or, or a sex pig. Mm. Or anything. Piss pig. Piss, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, you know, San Francisco, we just need to not... Just, like, stop San Francisco. Let's not do it. I love San Francisco. This city that we live in. This beautiful city, San Francisco. What? Oh, I'm so winded from walking I'm, all over I, this elevation. I can't believe I walked all up and down Lombard Street today. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Wow. You know what? Do you want to go to Chinatown later? Uh, yeah. Let's shake hands with everyone in Chinatown. Uh, yeah. And uh, uh, I'm going to give you about $100,000. I think that should do for, the, for going to Chinatown, right? Honey... You don't have to give me $100,000. I can get by with $98,000. All right, well... Because I know you need that two grand to pay off your bitch ex-wife. It's okay, dear. You know what? I'm going to take that extra bit, and I'm going to... I'm going to put it into Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) Everywhere you look, everywhere there's a heart, there's a heart. A hand to hold on to. I want my fucking dinner, please. That's That's the only show I remember in San Francisco. I'm so hungry. It's so, it's, so it's so funny that that used to be a working class city, and now it's just like the place where like all the fucking piece of shit, tech pieces of shit live. Oh, well, I thought of a new uh, conspiracy real quick before we head out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Lay it on me. All right. Uh, coronavirus was created to stop fentanyl addiction. Boom. Whoa! Yeah. Okay, elaborate. Elaborate. LA Times, Wuhan was the federal capital of the world and coronavirus hit. The coronavirus pandemic has disrupted many industries, both legal and illicit. Production of fentanyl, which relies on chemical ingredients sourced mainly from Wuhan, China, has been particularly hit hard. They did coronavirus so that we stop fentanyl addiction. Trump's a genius. I think I'd rather be on fentanyl, to be honest. Than this shit? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wish I was high all the time instead of being sober through all the I've never done heroin, but in my mind, it's like, that must be nice. It ruins your life, but... It ruins your life, but you'll probably have a good time on the way out. I guess so. You know? Yeah. Anyway, Um, I guess that's the end of this episode. That's it for today, folks. Yeah. Uh, Take it easy. Yep. And take a chill. And I can't wait to get my fucking... I can't do... Fuck! (laughs) No, I'm I'm fucking hungry, too. I'm so hungry! All right, bye. Fuck! Goodbye. Bye. Bye.